Podcraft. Why are you smiling? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon. This is Puff with the CBI uh, Consuming Your Craft podcast. Pod- podcast? Sounds now, good. I'm already tongue-tied. Uh, I'm with here with Dan with uh, Precision Fermentation. Did I, I nailed it, right? Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. And uh, you brought in what looks like to be uh, some sort of Taliban device. <laughs> I, I mean, it looks like <laughs> a giant if you bomb. Fly. <laughs> if it, no, it looks like a suitcase. It really does. It's about the size of a small suitcase. Uh, you guys have talked to me about this before, but what, what is it? What's that thing? I'd prefer to say shoebox to suitcase. That's no, it very it's, large. No, but, actually, it would. It, yeah, my boots came in a in a box that it's exactly that size. Oh, a suitcase, big feet. No, <laughs> they're just big boots. <laughs> big boots. I, I compensate. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard. Uh, it's on the interweb. Oh, I found it. <laughs> so, Precision Fermentation. We are a uh, a new company that is launching. Uh, actually. Essentially now, um, <laughs> as of right as now. of right now, literally, um, and we are doing real time monitoring and data analytics for fermentations. So, so well, okay, let's okay. back up, back up, real time, real time. So first of all, what? And second of all, where did this all come from? Like you guys must have been sitting around drinking and been like, man, there's just a way to drink more of this. Let's <laughs> figure out a way to get into this industry. <laughs> Well, it's surprisingly yes, um, but but I'll back up and tell the okay. you know the the professional story behind it. Yeah. Uh, so we were essentially incubated by a company that is, was primarily founded for pharma and ag bio, a company called Memetics. They are comprised of Duke professors uh, that are very smart people. So not like me, but the, the smart guys, as we well, like to call they, them. You, you've got the, the looks. Is that? Okay. That's for, for radio. I, I think that's what I brought yeah. oh, for no, radio. No, no, okay, no, no I meant no, like no, for no, podcast. No. I mean, we could film this. You'd be I, fine. I prefer the radio. Thank you. <laughs> I look better in the dark. <laughs> um, and they were founded on a $50 million DARPA grant. And they came up with some proprietary science that, um, again, as I mentioned, are, are looking primarily in the pharma ag bio segment. And one of the principles happens to be from Longmont, Colorado, and was born and raised during kind of the, the height and, and the upcoming uh, craft beer movement out that way. Sure. He's got a lot of connections. If we went to name drop, you'd be like, oh, I've heard of that guy and yeah, that yeah. guy and so forth. He decided to just do brewing as a a, a fun kind of, um, you know, hobby versus uh, taking it professionally and went into the science world. So when they were doing this technology with Memetics, they thought of a commercial vertical that would be both fun and hopefully easy to penetrate and insert craft brewing it's a pretty big industry i guess these days uh, a lot it's, of breweries it's it's kind it's, of a thing yeah it's yeah you know you, you find a few breweries here and there <laughs> specifically in Asheville. <laughs> i think two just opened yeah, as, as, as we were talking. talking yeah yeah that's my so um they started to kind of socialize the idea and i was brought in to kind of help consult and kind of figure out if this was a viable concept and as we began to speak with a lot of breweries, there was a great interest. Uh, should we be able to actually make this concept a reality? Yeah. 
And so through a few years of, of R&D, we've now come up with the brew monitor. And it is a device that retrofits to a fermentation tank via the sample port and or TC fitting. And um, it measures in real time pressure, pH, density, DO, conductivity, and internal and ambient temperatures. Just saying all that stuff is inside of that box. Is all inside of that box. I can't box. wait to hook this thing up and start getting data. Well, that's why we're here. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm pretty pumped that you guys can fit all of those control systems and like all the, the data coming out of that box into, in, into something as small as that shoebox. Shoebox, not yeah. a suitcase. Well, no, and I, I called it a suitcase, but I don't, I travel light. You travel obvious. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> when, I, when I say light, I'm like, I, I, I travel to here <laughs> and then I travel to home, home and, then and, I back. and I repeat that. Uh, so you have this brew monitor device. And so if you're a fledging craft brewery or even an established regional brewery, you can use this data to, you know, fingerprint your, your fermentation. You can use it to identify problems before they occur. I mean, it's really a quality control, quality assurance kind of measure, right? It is. And, and what we have found is by communicating with all of the different breweries, the reality is the ROI is different for every single brewery. Now everybody does something it's, a little bit different, right? We have learned it is, um, it is a very, uh, there are no assumptions to no. be, to be made. And so from a smaller brewery who perhaps doesn't have the capital to invest in either the staffing or the equipment to sample on a regular basis and take advantage of, of, of those metrics. Um, we provide that in the box. And from a large scale brewery, it could be the same, the, the labor aspect. And we're not asking them to fire their employees by any means, but could we make them more efficient? Could we turn oh, those roles into things that can help the brewery? So, um, well, it's, it's one individual performing seven different tests as opposed to one individual now gathering data from these seven different tests. Exactly. And, and the results have been uh, very well received, as I mentioned. And it's exciting. It's just, um, like I said, we're getting out there and now into the market. We've got uh, six installations as of today. Wow. And um, we've got a lot of interest and we basically uh, planned out the next near term with installations and, um, and, and going from there. Wow. You guys are going to be busy, very, very busy in your future as this gets out. Our investor hopes so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm excited about using it. Um, I can't wait to show the students here. Uh, you know, for me, it's going to be a giant uh, learning tool uh, to show them what, you know, what I've been talking about or they've been trying to sample manually. We can get this real-time data. We can translate that into the progression of fermentation or, you know, a spike in pH or something along those lines that could be, uh, you know, between me and a brick wall, there are times where I mess with their product. <laughs> None of them are going to listen to this. It's not a problem. <laughs> so, so we can, they can understand some off flavors or they can uh, start deciphering some things or, you know, they have to plate things out. I mean, this is going to give them that advantage to be like, well, th this is when it got hinky or this, this is where something went the way of the Buffalo, so to speak. What happened? What, what does that, you know, relate to? How can we make this better? Go back into the process, look at SOPs for cleaning and sanitizing and they're going to be able to track it down much much more readily than they were before so it's going to make my job easier too which is 
kind of what I'm hoping to do. That's not a bad thing, right? (laughs) And with every fermentation, we collect over 700,000 data points. Which is insane. Which is a lot. And luckily, the the smart people, as I referenced earlier, they want as much data as we can get. Well, and and for me, I I preach to my students all the time, you can collect all that data, but now you got to know what to do with it. And that's what I'm teaching them here is to take that data and either use it as a fingerprint for the beer that you're fermenting is a, is like a quality control quality control. you know if everything goes the same the quality and consistency and the flavor should be there and you can see that with with the, the data you guys are putting out i mean i've seen some of the graphs and all the stuff that are coming out it's, it's very exciting because you can go this one should taste exactly the same as the last one because look everything did the exact same thing this next one well we had a glycol malfunction had nothing to do with it. These things happen. So now how can we either blend this out or how can we fix this or what are we going to have to do to sell this product that had, uh, you know, and you may be able to catch it because this real time data, you know, you start seeing a spike in temperature, you're going to be able to go to the problem right away. Whereas if it's over the weekend or, you know, it's overnight and the glycol system goes down, you're not going to be able to race there because you're not going to get that stuff. You're going to be, you're going to get kind of addicted to this thing, aren't you? And we've found that some of the, the people have. We've, uh, in one of our recent installations, he's been uh, putting it on Instagram quite a bit. He was out of the state and was excited that he could pay attention to what was going on back at the brewery. Yeah, it's like uh, I could brew from my couch. Well, you know, it's it's funny you kind of bring this up because lifestyle was not something that we really took into account or intentionally uh, built this device for, right? Yeah. But when we were having a conversation with one of our brewers, he, when we explained, so basically, I guess I should take a quick step back. We have benchmarking capabilities. So obviously the more that we refine the fermentation process and the curve that you, the brewer wants, we're able to set alerts. And so you can set those parameters so that it should follow along that same path, every single fermentation for that particular style of That's beer. so brilliant. And when it goes outside of those parameters, it will send an, al- uh, an, an alert to your phone or and or your computer to let you know that something's going on. For example, we recognized in one of the recent installations, a stalled fermentation. Well, guess what? As soon as it went outside and just kept going straight and wasn't, we weren't seeing the drop, they were alerted and they yeah. were able to go in, whether it's repitch, whatever they needed to do Rout, to mitigate the situation yeah, yeah, yeah. versus to your point, if it was on a Friday yeah. and they didn't come back in until Monday, yep. you know, we're looking at over, you know, 36 hours, potentially there's nothing left to do except dump that batch, no, which it, as it, you know, is a great expense. Or, or sell it as an off, a one-off. Well, a one-off. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen. No, 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 no. No, (laughs) no. But back to the lifestyle point, one of our brewers was like, so you're telling me that I can spend (laughs) holidays with my family? Yeah. And yes, we are telling you that you can now spend holidays. So you may or may not want it depending on the family (laughs) dynamic. But yes, we give that capability. depends on which uncle and aunt is coming into (laughs) the Yeah, whose turn it is to visit. Who knows? Yes. But that's a huge, because lifestyle is so important in this industry. I know most of us out here, uh, are in this industry for the money, for the, you know, the gobs and gobs of money oh, that we get paid as underpaid janitors. Tons. <laughs> but the lifestyle is, is, is something that draws people in. It's a great business. You know, you don't see a lot of sad faces when you're walking around a brewery, right? Especially the later the day gets. Yeah, right. And then you get to, you get your shifty and, you know, you get to go home and relax and you yep. just made beer. 
but this is something that can really change the dynamic where you, you're not having to come in on a Saturday to monitor fermentation. You, you don't have to come in on a Sunday to monitor fermentation. I can see if the students have been screwing up or not hitting yeah. you know, the parameters that I've asked them to hit because at times there are things that they don't, the, the information that they don't share with me uh, where something would break or, you know, we got too hot in the mash, but they, you know, they didn't tell I me. Mean, and then you come back later and I go, well, what happened? Well, here's what <laughs> happened. And I'll be able to kind of see some of those, some of those data points and, and be able to figure out what, what they're telling me, whether they're, they've hit it or not. They're going to love you. No, they're going to hate me. <laughs> and that's another part of this, uh, this podcast, uh, consuming the craft is, uh, I have in front of you beer. I know that you rarely drink, but I know you do it for research now only. Only. Which is, it's for, I do it for the kids. It's for my students. It's for the children. It's for clients coming in here to the CBI. Your shoulders look very heavy and weighed I, down. It's, it is a weight that, uh, it's a cross I bear. There, right. I said it. I, I applaud you. It's a, it's, a, it's a hard thing to do, but I want you to sample that beer. Okay. I want you to tell me what you taste in it, uh, what, you, uh, what you think it could be. Uh, and then uh, kind of go from there. Could be anything. Could be anything. All right. I, w I did tell you it was a beer. So you got that that underneath your belt. So color, uh, a little straw-like in color. Um, aroma, a little resiny pine. Definitely hop forward. It's pretty, it's a, it's an Asheville thing, right? It's a beer. It's a beer. Yeah. Flavor. Little lemon, lemon zest. Yeah. Little citrus notes. That's all coming from the hops as well. The pine. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Um, I'm going to go with a, a, a pale ale or IPA variety. Nailed it. Hoppy pale ale. Hoppy it's, pale uh, ale. Napoleon complex from Wicked, Wicked Weed. Wicked Weed. Yeah. No. And I knew you guys were in town last time, and I and I and I saw the all the places that you went uh, for research purposes only, and to see where it'd be a good fit. That's right. Uh, for precision fermentations, brew monitor. So we. We've kind of, we've had a little conversation about this before. I'm not playing like I'm an idiot, but let's, I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> I'm not responding. I'm just laughing. <laughs> no, and that's, I appreciate You're that. Welcome. He's just nodding and just being like, okay. Diplomacy. Yeah. <laughs> sales. Always a salesman. So where, what's next for, uh, for this? What's, what's the, what's the next big thing? What's. I mean, you guys are always thinking, you know, five years ahead, right? Are you taking over the world? A mind control device? What's going on? Uh, so we're going to continue to build on this. We uh, had a, a, a meeting last night, actually, with one of the, the principals of the parent company, and he is anxious to get data. Um, and with this data, our goal is to be able to really take the data analytics side to the next level, which would include predicting end of fermentation, um, which, you know, right now, as we all know, generally three to five days uh, extra um, breweries are keeping, you know, product in tank. We're hoping to refine that process down to within an hour. Wow. So, and, and, and being able to tell you within the first two hours of, of the start of fermentation, when that fermentation will be complete. Wow. So if you think about from process control to, um, just a capacity, capacity, that, like a smaller brewery now can make more beer and not have to have the capital investment to, to, to yeah. expand new uh, tanks, new yeah, tanks, oh my God. 
but to, to, All the to really the efficiency. Yeah. yeah. So that's one example. And um, we have some good things that um, hopefully I'll be able to share next time we chat. Well, I know uh, we talked a little bit about it last time, but beer is not the only fermented beverage. Correct. And I know that you guys looked into some of the other possibilities with that. Is that still something that you're... Or, or is that like Fight Club? You can't talk about Fight Club? No, no, of course. I mean, we can specifically call the device Brew Monitor because our, our goal is to uh, make different iterations to obviously go into different markets. Um, I will tell you that we did put a unit on a kombucha uh, really? place today. And uh, we weren't quite um, planning to, to, to break outside of the brewing industry this early, but... It was a good opportunity to establish a partnership with a, a fantastic brand and and learn about one another in hopes of, of kind of creating a situation where you can customize a device specific to their needs. Obviously, there's a lot of overlaps, but there's also a lot of differences. Yeah, certainly. We've had some wonderful conversations with uh, wineries and distilleries as well. So I think all of those are, are potential future clients. Right now, our goal is to really focus on the craft and, and, and brewing industry as a whole in an effort to really help make an impact. I mean, you know, this is an industry that, that beyond just the opportunity to come in on the supply side of this growing industry, it's also an industry that we really love. And to have an impact would be a really amazing thing, uh, specifically for me, uh, to be able to say down the road that, hey, we helped this smaller brewery get better or this larger brewery run more efficiently. And yeah, so these I mean, are just things that I think would be an amazing thing to, to be able to say. And I can't wait to fire this thing up. I really can't. I'm excited to, uh, to brew something and start collecting that data and give you guys some feedback on how this thing works. I've been excited about it to be coming here for a long time. Uh, if someone else wanted to get one of these devices, how do they, how do they find you? So the easiest thing would probably be to go online at... Uh, oh, wait, online? Yes, that's a computer. Oh, it's one of those boxes. Internet. Suitcase size. Internet. Uh, in your office. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Next to all the uh, booze. <laughs> yeah, you make room for it. Uh, precisionfermentation.com is our website, and there's actually a white paper up there that they can download to learn a little bit more about uh, what it is exactly we're doing. And there's contact information on that site that will guide them to the right people that they need to speak with. Only uh, one more question about it. It's it, one. Completely CIPable, right? Completely. No, it's yeah. just, you. you yes. it's a, almost plug and play, right? Completely automated CIP. Oh, seriously? Yes. There is some human needs to attach to the device actually, but then everything, it's, including the operation of the device, everything is run through your tablet, phone, or computer. So Skynet, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> this brother. is all AI. Yes. Are you a robot? <laughs> uh, don't answer that. <laughs> not. I. <laughs> wait. That's not all that convincing. Continue. <laughs> What's the next question? Oh, there's just one. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that was it. Uh, I. You won't believe this, but this has almost been 20 minutes. No way. Yeah. You yeah. know what? It just time flies with you. Just puff. two gentlemen, two bearded gentlemen. Cue soft music. <laughs> Having a conversation. But I want to thank you for coming to the CBI and talking about this because, like I said, I'm, I'm super pumped to have one of these here uh, and to see what uh, what we can do and, and help you guys collect data and put put a fingerprint on this stuff. So thanks for coming to the CBI uh, housed here at AB Tech, Asheville Buncombe Technical Community College here in uh, Asheville, North Carolina, uh, Craft Beverage Institute of the Southeast. And this is Consuming the Craft with Puff. Thanks again, Dan. Have a wonderful day and hopefully you'll stop by for another beer soon. 
Definitely. Thanks for having me. All right. Cheers. Bye. Bye.